Welcome to the Genius Women Podcast. I'm your host, Yulia Denisyuk, an award-winning travel photographer and writer with work in some incredible publications like National Geographic, Farm Magazine, and more. And this year, you'll see my name in places like Condé Nast Traveler. I'm on a mission to help other women who want to grow their travel storytelling careers go after their dreams while feeling supported, worthy, and bold. If you're ready to ditch your fear and doubt to the side, step into your brilliance and take action on your dreams, you're in the right place. Let's go. Welcome back, dear Genius Women podcast listeners. What a whirlwind season this has been for Genius Women. It seems like we have just kicked off the season with our interview with the incredible travel writer extraordinaire, Michaela Trimble, back in February. And here we are already wrapping it up. How quickly the time has gone. And that realization alone has given me an insight that this time would have passed anyway. If I listen to my fears back in the fall of last year when I was first launching this podcast and wondering if anyone would listen, this time would have passed anyway. And if I gave in to those fears, I wouldn't have been able to go on the amazing journey that having this podcast has been so far. As it stands today, at the end of April 2021, when I'm recording this final episode of the season, in the short six months that we've had this show, it has been listened to over 5,000 times by more than 3,000 people. What an honor and a privilege it has been for me to come and share this space with you. So thank you. And as I said at the end of our first season back in December, I am amazed at the opportunity launching this podcast has given me to interview and to get to know so many incredible women. And also to start seeing threads woven through the creative lives of so many of our wonderful guests. Taking action, perseverance, belief in yourself, and a community of like-minded people. These are all the things that come up again and again and again in all of our interviews. So as we wrap up the season, here's what I want you to think about. What do you want to create for yourself in the next six months? And what's your version of launching a podcast? And of course, what's stopping you? And how can you take action on what you want and where in your life can you find those sources of perseverance, belief in yourself, and that community that's going to support you through the challenging times? Because, of course, there will be challenges. It's not going to be all smooth sailing. What we aim to do this season is to illuminate some of those challenges and also some of the celebrations that women creators go through. And we also wanted to chart a path forward to a more open, expansive, joyous, and brave creative vision where you choose action over inaction every time. And we did this through unpacking some of the things our amazing, brave, and brilliant guests are going through as well. So in this final episode, I would like to take a look back and share with you a couple of wonderful moments we had on the podcast this season. In episode 14, we discussed the importance of asking, what are you making this mean, with travel writer Micaela Trimble, who's based in Mexico City. 
So actually a role opened up at Afar that would was on the editorial team. And I told my boss and I told the team, I was like, I really would love to apply for this role. And it, it wasn't really accepted. And they honestly like really discouraged me from it. It was another one of those times where I felt like there was like a big no, like in my path. And so I said, okay. And I was like, I'm taking this as just meaning that my path is supposed to go a different way. Not that it means it can't happen. So I quit. (laughs) Oh my gosh, I love it. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. And actually, after I quit, at first, it was a hard blow. It was a hard thing for me because I felt very much like that was like a family environment. I didn't want to leave, but I felt, again, that was just part of my journey and that was necessary for my next kind of evolution. So that's really why I decided to go freelance. And then the rest is history. It really worked out well. <laughs> Something you said just now, in, in, and thank you for, for sharing the story with us. Something you said just now is that when that happened, when, uh, when you didn't get that position that you wanted, the editorial position, you interpreted it as a sign that your path is is going into a slightly different direction. Not that it's impossible, but it's just that you have to take a, cer- a, a let's say, a detour or a different path to get there. And I just want to pause here for a second, because one question that I was introduced to last year that I just love so much, the question is, here is this event that happened. Now, what are you making this event mean? How are you interpreting this event? And I feel that's what happened with you, that this event happened in your life, that the editorial position that you were after didn't work out. And you could have interpreted it as, well, I'm just going to keep doing marketing because it's not working out. But no, you said, no, it, it just means that I have to take a different step. And to me, that's also about this doggedness and about this commitment to the path, which is something that I always talk about, the commitment to the creative path. And no, I'm going to go on and I'm going to figure out a way to do it. If it means I have to quit my job, that's what it means. But I'm committed to this path. And that's what I heard from your story, really. Oh, Yeah. A hundred percent. I knew it. I knew it deep inside of me. In episode 18, a badass travel writer, Brianna Wilson, who's based in Mongolia and is currently stuck in Georgia, the country, inspired us to take action. I had all of those things at some point. I had the great job. I had the boyfriend. We were looking at houses in LA and I had that same sort of feeling of of seeing my future and seeing the next 30 years and going, this is good, but it could be great. Am I settling? Am I okay with that? And I just wasn't. I was for a very long time. And then I woke up and I realized I'm not. And I had to do something about it. And I did something about it the very next day. And immediately my life shifted. And, you know, it's everyone's journey is different. And everyone, I think, has basic needs that are the same, but yet very different. And my basic needs were, I needed freedom, and I needed to push myself, and I needed to see what I could accomplish. And I didn't want to do that in the US or in the way that I was doing it at that point. And I just immediately changed my entire life. My God, this is giving me goosebumps to hear that. I love those stories of 
taking that drastic step, that next step that's going to change your life. Because in some ways, it's incredibly difficult to take that step. But in other ways, it's almost like you've been building up to that step. There's probably been changes that have been happening in you all the way up to that point. And then it's almost like this groundswell, and then you act, and then everything changes. In episode 20, a London-based photographer, Nancy Lova, and I discussed how it's never too late to start getting closer to the reality that you want for yourself and how it's so, so, so important for us to keep going. There was a time where I would go through a lot of stories of quite a few famous people who are like really successful now. I love reading these kind of stories, the ones where the celebrities that got fired in like their late 20s or early 30s or the people that started their businesses in their 30s or 40s or musicians that only signed big record deals when much later on in life. I used to think, oh my God, this is amazing. These are people who are so huge now, so successful and they started from nowhere. They started from nothing and at any point in their life. And I just thought, I'm going to give this a go. Like I'm going to do the same. I'm going to do what I want to do now just go all out I'm not going to be half-hearted and yeah so I think it was just those two things I definitely think it was the trip to India and also just coming across a lot of stories and paths of others and just feeling inspired by them for me I just think to myself I've made it this far. If I give up now, I'm going to be right back at the start where I was craving all of the stuff that I've achieved. So I have no choice but to keep going. I still get rejections now. I just get excited and I think I've got another email for you. So <laughs> I'm going to send you another story. Yeah, I just keep going. That's it really. I'm very respectful to the people that I work with. I don't just throw everything and anything. I'm very careful with what stories I think would be suitable to what brands. I'm very strategic with these things as well. I don't just throw a load of nonsense at the wall and hope it sticks like I am very strategic but almost right away from when I get a rejection I instantly think to myself what else can I do what else can I write about what else can I put together to make this work that's my view I try not to let the negatives dwell too long in my head in episode 22 the award-winning travel journalist Jessica Vincent reminded us that you don't have to have an impressive portfolio to start. Looking back now, I wish I'd realized earlier that you don't have to have lots and lots and lots of experience. Some experience, yes, but not lots and lots to pitch, to at least try to pitch to the bigger magazines. Yeah, that was a learning curve for me. I love that you said that, Jess. Thank you so much, because this is exactly at the crux of everything that we do with Genius Women, right? It's realizing that you have a unique voice, you have a unique perspective, and your stories matter, and what you have to say matters and deserves to be out there in the world. And exactly like you said, right? Yes, some experience is great, and you have to be strategic, and you have to do your homework when you're pitching these bigger publications, but don't let that lack of, let's 
let's say, already huge, amazing, accomplished portfolio stop you from going out there and reaching out? And I think there is a, definitely a time and a place for publications like Matador and Culture Trip. I actually started my first published article, I think, was Matador Network. I think it was like 40 hours an article. Yeah, yeah, snap. <laughs> it's crazy how our paths are so similar. It's really crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um, so like, there, is a, there is a time and a place for publications like that. And when you're trying out, right, when you're like trying to see for yourself that this is possible for you, because that's the most important part for that. We call it starter publications in our course. I have this like tiered approach to mm-hmm. how you start pitching. And these are, I call them starter publications. So this is for you to see for yourself, to feel it in your bones that this is possible for you. And to your point, you bring those really amazing stories to publications that you really want to work with. So I really appreciate you sharing that story with us. And finally, in episode 24, we had a marvelous discussion with our community member, photographer Vanessa Dusen, who took our Storytellers in Action class and is now part of our Circle membership. In this particular moment I'm going to share with you, Vanessa talks about her experience taking action and sending her first pitches as part of our class. It was nerve wracking sending the first pitch and and I was very bold. I sent it to Nat Geo kids and I did get a response. It was a maybe and I still, you know, that one's still kind of up in the air. Can we just pause and let that sink in, please? That Vanessa sent her first ever pitch. She was bold to send it to National Geographic kids and she got a response and the response was a maybe which is like just incredible can we just celebrate <laughs> that and and pause on that that's just amazing how did that make you feel to to hear back uh, from them on the very first pitch i didn't hear back right away and you encouraged us to follow up so i it was during a follow up that she responded the, the, one of the editors and said oh you know we love it but i have to bring it to a meeting. And so there, it got lost in the meeting somewhere. But at the same time, it it made me realize that was a good idea. It got that far. So maybe it wasn't right for the publication at this time, but who knows, maybe she'll file it away and get in touch with me later. So it was definitely a really big confidence boost. And by then I'd, I'd pitched several times and it was sort of a month after my first pitch when I finally heard back. So that gave me some momentum to keep pitching. There was enough that I could tell that, no, I think I need this. I think I need this extra help to just figure out, you know, it's not rocket science. Yes, you can figure it out on your own, but if you want to get there a little faster without as many headaches, it was exactly what I needed. And I learned things that the formulas and how what editors look for and the best way to present yourself and the confidence building. I think the course gives you that. It's been amazing to witness all of the things that Vanessa has been able to accomplish. Throughout this season, what we most often heard was how we all deal with the same issues of doubt, imposter syndrome, how hard we are on ourselves, how being in community with other women can lift us up, and how the most important thing we can do for ourselves is to take action. And this time, right now, at the end of April 2021, could be your moment to take action, your pivotal moment in which something in your life changes. If you've been thinking about getting your stories published, but something has been holding you back, and we all know there's lots of things that can do that, now is the time to act, because our Storytellers in Action class is enrolling only for the next three days. 
We close enrollment this Friday, April 30th at midnight New York time. So this may just be the sign you've been waiting for to take action. We would love to see you inside our class and support you on this journey. So come join us and let's get those stories out into the world. You can find more information on how to join at geniuswomen.com slash class. I hope you enjoyed the season, dear listeners, and took something useful out of it for yourself. I wanted to say thank you to all the listeners who have shared their feedback about the podcast with us this season. Taylor S., who left us a review on Apple, that always helps. Thank you so much, Taylor. Sam F., who shared that the last few podcasts we did helped her take a leap of faith and get so much more creative energy. And many more who've shared their thoughts with us on social media. Thank you so much. I hope you have a wonderful time the rest of the spring. It's been a really cold spring here in Chicago, but hoping for some more warmth soon. We're going to take a little break, and I look forward to welcoming you back here for Season 3 in a few weeks. But that won't mean we're going dark, actually. Stay tuned, because all throughout the month of May, we'll be issuing out short bonus episodes to keep you inspired as we move into the summer. Thanks again for listening to our show today. I hope you had just as much fun as I did revisiting some of our favorite episodes. And if you enjoyed listening to this season of the Genius Women podcast, please consider leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts. It means the world to me, and it helps us get discovered by more women on the creative path. Thank you so much, and I will see you very, very soon.